Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here with episode 232 of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you all for being here with me today. If you have not already, go all the way back to episode one. I have a lot of content. It took a lot of time to make, and I want to make sure that you all utilize it. You can find it all on jonathanlittlepoker.com slash WPH or slash podcast. Either one should work. Go to the website. You'll find it. It's also on iTunes, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Here we go. Today we're playing 5-5-10 No Limit at Stone's Gambling Hall. So three blinds. Folds around to... Spy... How do you say this word? Spyutastic. And the cutoff who makes it $35, which I think is fine. Now, Harlan on the button with 6-3 of diamonds decides to call. Now, from what I understand, Harlan is a bit of a splashy player. And 6-3 suited is a great hand to splash around with. People will not see your low straights, your random two pairs coming. <laughs> but at the same time, 6-3 suited is awful. So... Some of the best advice I could give to players who splash around a little bit too much is to splash around a little bit less. You know, splash around with 6-5 suited instead of 6-3 suited. I do understand that a lot of people go to the poker table to play poker. And to be fair, people play poker for different reasons. A lot of people think they're playing to try to win money, but in reality, they just like seeing a lot of flops and gambling. And there's nothing wrong with that. It is what it is. What it is. But if you do actually care about money, an easy way to... Plug a lot of leaks is to just play more reasonable ranges. And, you know, say you do like to splash around a bit, you can still splash around. Play your 6-4 suited, your 6-5 suited. Don't play your 6-3 suited. If you are going to play this hand, I think you'd be way better off 3-betting, by the way. If you like action, don't just call. Re-raise. Put your opponents in a bad spot. Notice if Harlan makes it 120 bucks here. That's going to suck for Spyutastic because... Now he has queen-jack offsuit out of position, right? The button is your power spot. You want to be aggressive there. You don't want to be like loose and splashy. Now Porter calls small blind jack eight of clubs. I think that's fine. Um, and then JL calls with jack nine of diamonds in the third blind, which is also reasonable. Flop comes king, eight, three, two hearts. Everyone has nothing besides Porter with middle pair and um, Harlan with the bottom pair. Checks around to Spyutastic, though, with Queen of Spades, Jack of Hearts on King of Hearts, Eight of Spades, Three of Hearts. So he has a really crappy draw. <laughs> um, he decides to bet 50 into the 145 pot. If you are going to bet this flop, I think betting small is fine. However, I don't think it makes a lot of sense to bet into multiple players. It is way too likely someone is going to have a king or an eight or three or hearts here. And if they have a king, you're just in awful shape. If they raise you, clearly you have to fold. I mean, it's fine to fold your garbage when you get raised, don't get me wrong, but this just seems unnecessary. Whenever you see the flop very multi-way, someone is going to have something, and if it's not you, well, it's probably someone else. So now, Harlan with bottom pair, no kicker. What does he do? He is cutting out a call, apparently. He calls. And then Porter, with jack eight of clubs for middle pair, calls as well, pretty quickly. And I think at this point, you probably just want to fold jack eight of clubs. I know that may sound nitty because the, you're putting 50 into 245, but um, Porter's going to be out of position against 
you know, two players who maybe have wide ranges, maybe not. I don't know much about the players. I've just heard Harlan plays lots of hands. So whenever there's a bet and a call in a very multi-way pot, you really do need to knit it up. Because sometimes your random card, your jack in this scenario, may not be good. It happens to be this time, but sometimes it won't be. And even then, if you are ahead, you have to fade a lot of outs. You're just going to have a really difficult time realizing your equity. Like, imagine any bet goes in the pot on the turn, right? Well, the jack eight's probably going to fold. If it even checks through, that's no guarantee the jack eight is good. On the river, if it goes check, check, check on the turn, and then on the river you check and someone bets, you should still probably fold. So... You're just going to have a really tough time realizing your equity, and I think you need to bail out early in these scenarios. If he had a heart in his hand, like say a jack of hearts, I could see calling becoming way more re reasonable, but not in this spot. All right, turns a queen of hearts. That's an action card, because now Spyutastic just turned middle pair. All right, jack eight checks as it should. And now should Spyutastic check with queen of spades, jack of hearts, with a middle pair and or second pair and a flush draw? And I think he should. That may seem a little bit crazy to some people because they think, oh man, I need to protect my hand. But in this scenario now, if you bet and get called, you're very likely behind. But if it goes check, 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 notice here, right? He has 88% equity against all these hands that would probably just fold to a bet. So I love the check here. This is a very clear marginal made hand that doesn't even mind a lot of rivers. I mean, the only bad river is an ace, not of hearts. And even then you see that he still has the best hand even if an ace comes. So uh, you, you understand that an eight and a three are probably not ideal on the river, but it is what it is. So Spyutastic has a very clear marginal made hand that can very easily check call a turn bet. So I like checking. Now, does Harlan try to bluff at this? I think it's reasonable. <laughs> if you find yourself in this scenario, very often Spyutastic's not going to have a flush because he would have bet the turn with his flush, right? So the only person you're really concerned with having a flush is Porter, who had the jack eight of clubs. Um, he would check call the flop with a flush draw sometimes. I mean, he may check raise too, but he'd probably check call some portion of the time, and then he would definitely check the turn. But if your bet gets through him, then you're going to pick up this pot a large chunk of the time. And if you do get called with a 6-3, you definitely need to be blasting the river. This is not a one-street bluff hand because Spyutastic is going to check call with some kings, and he's going to check call with ace of hearts and maybe jack of hearts. And a lot of those hands will fold to a big river bet. However, there's one big problem here. And that is that I, as a casual watcher of Stone's gambling hall, knows Harlan likes to splash around. I imagine everyone at the table really knows that. So if they really know you like to splash around, you have to be way less inclined to run big bluffs because they're going to fail more often. Assuming your opponents are willing to do something about your overaggression. Looking at these two players in the hand, um, Spyutastic and Porter, both look like people who are paying attention, who are going to uh, understand that you are bluffing too much. So I'm not going to say this bluff is necessarily bad for Harlan, and this is definitely a reasonable hand to do it with because it's definitely not good at this point. But you have to be careful. If you look like a very nitty person for whatever reason, if people think you never bluff, then sure, you should definitely be bluffing here. But if you are a lunatic or known to be a lunatic, you have to be much more careful. So anyway, he goes for it. Pot is 295. I would bet, you know, 225. I think that's pretty nice. He does 200. I think that's good and reasonable. Jack 8 of clubs folds now. Like I said, remember, if any bet goes in on basically any turn, Jack 8 has to fold. 
And now I think um, Spy Utastic with the middle pair and the decent flush draw is a pretty easy call. Notice he doesn't look too happy if you're watching this. Oh my god, he folded! I was going to say, he didn't look too happy, and I think that's good. You want to not look too happy against uh, someone who's very inclined to bluff. I can't believe that that bet just got through. Maybe people think Harlan's a nit, and I just got it wrong. That is insane. In that spot, Spyutastic, oh my god. You have to call there. You have a very clear marginal made hand against someone who's very bluff happy. And you have equity. I mean, a lot of people, they want to make sure they're drawing to the nuts. But you have to understand, when there's three hearts on the board, and two of them are a king and a queen, and you have the jack, you have the second nut draw. That is great. You're only in bad shape here when Harlan has exactly ace high flush or ace of hearts king. Remember, he didn't pre three bet preflop, so he probably doesn't have that. Or ace of hearts queen. And he didn't three bet preflop, so he probably doesn't have that. So in this scenario, either Spyutastic has the best made hand or he has the best draw or he has both. And as you see in this scenario, he had both and Harlan was almost dead. But um, I can't believe that just happened. In this scenario, if uh, Spyutastic did check call, I definitely think Harlan does need to blast on basically all rivers. Um, whenever, you, whenever the river's not a heart, you're trying to get your opponent to fold out um, the, the heart draws that are better than you that have a pair, like pocket nines with a nine of hearts. And when the river is a heart, you're trying to get your opponent to fold out their kings and whatnot. So you need to be betting either way. And you're going to find that if you bet pot or so, that's going to get your opponent to fold out 60-ish percent of the time, almost every time, unless they are very, very sticky and very call happy. I would not suggest that against someone like me, because if I had the queen jack of hearts here, I'd check call turn and check call river, no problem. And um, then you're lighting money on fire. So I can't believe that hand just took place. Spyutastic, don't fold. That's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Thanks again for being here. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends. I know all of you enjoy it because you keep coming back to watch it. We're on episode 232 right now, and I'm not making it for my good health. I'm making it because I know you love it, and I know your friends would love it. So please share it with them. That would be by far the most beneficial thing you can do for me. If you are listening on iTunes or any of the podcasts players, please go leave a review. And that's going to be it. Good luck in your games, and I'll talk to you again next week.